Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. In the studio joining me, our dear old friend Jason Dacey, the, uh, the former occupant of the chair over here. Jason, welcome back. Thank you, Glenn. It's good to be back here on Weekend Mornings. But uh, coming from Australia, which is uh, going through a really tough time, my homeland. Yeah, let's talk about that. You know, you just flew in this morning. Uh, give us a kind of latest update of, of what's going on with the fires and, and, and the mood and everything that's happening there. It's a really depressing mood at the moment, uh, and the uh, the crisis is, is getting worse already. We've seen uh, 23 people killed, a lot more are missing. We've seen 60,000 square kilometers burnt out across the country. That's an area roughly twice the size of Belgium. And in comparison, you know, it was 25,000 square kilometers of land in the Amazon in August, and it was 8,000 in those terrible bushfires or brush fires that uh, we saw in California, your, your nation of uh, the United States. Yep. But this is on a much bigger scale. It is just so scary, Glenn. And they've actually done a survey. A, a third of Australians have actually been impacted directly by wow. this crisis. And I know your brother has also uh, had had some impact. From yes, that. exactly. Yeah. So the areas that uh, are really in danger at the moment, it's uh, the state of New South Wales and Victoria, south of Sydney, near Canberra, towards Melbourne. So obviously Victoria is the state where Melbourne is. The Snowy Mountains region is, is very badly hit. My brother lives in Jarvis Bay, which is south of Sydney. It's a very popular tourist resort right on the coast. He's a marine biologist by trade, but even people, mm. Glenn, at the coast are under threat here. And his house is okay, but he says, uh, you know, they've been told just to hold put and see what happens with things and be prepared to leave if necessary. But tourists, I mean, this is massive tourist season in Australia. January is the time yeah, when, this is, when this school, is hard time, yeah, right? school holidays yeah. are on. And holiday makers have been told to go home uh, if they can. Uh, but it's going to continue to get worse. And even in Sydney, where I came from originally, where I grew up, 39 degrees in Penrith, which is in the greater Sydney area, Wow. Sorry, 49 degrees. Yeah, 49 degrees. So that is just incredible uh, temperature. Unbelievable. Now, this is, uh, of course, taking a toll on the people there. We can't, we can't minimize the damage to property. Obviously, uh, quite a number of people have perished because of this. But it's become a very political hot potato for the, the prime minister. And he has not handled it well, starting with uh, having a holiday in Hawaii uh, at the beginning of this and delaying his return. It's just snowballed from there. Yeah, indeed. It's uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison. He won re-election back last May in, in 2019, and uh, that was a, a very good victory for him. But people are saying, are the Australian bushfires Scott Morrison's Hurricane Katrina moment? Hmm. And they're comparing that to George W. Bush. Hurricane Katrina back in 2005, devastating New Orleans. And there was a shot of George W. Bush from a plane looking down on the disaster, a very famous photo. Yeah. And some people say that he never really recovered from that uh, that incident. And, and it took George W. Bush a couple of days to get a, his head around it and, and to actually respond to it, the same as Scott Morrison did. Yes, indeed. And Scott Morrison, as you mentioned, was on vacation. Even though the fires were predicted and the fire season was at its height, Scott Morrison was in Hawaii and they kind of covered up that he'd gone on a trip, you know, the, the prime minister's office. And then he came back, Glenn, and he's getting abuse from people in different parts of the country as he goes to visit them. And it's it's quite graphic. And, and now, I mean, he's trying to, you know, 
guess, clean up his image. He put out a promo with this jolly kind of upbeat music about what he's doing for the fires. Yeah. And we're in the midst of this now. And the last thing we need is some glossy promo. And he is the guy that used to be involved with the promotion of Australia for tourism. Oh. And he came up with the slogan, where are you? You know, why aren't you here? People are saying to Scott Morrison, where are you? Oh. <laughs> and, that, and he did a lot Brutal. for tourism. But now, Glenn, <laughs> people are really concerned about um, the future of Australian tourism because this is a, a global problem. And I think you've seen coverage uh, in the New York Times. You know, you're from the US and yeah. people are saying, you know, is Australia committing climate change suicide with some of this? Now, it's divided whether how much uh, climate change is to, to blame for this. There are different uh, theories about why it's happened. Right. But definitely we haven't seen fires as severe as this ever in Australia's history before. And this is only the start of summer. We're only in the first week of January and the summer will go until the end of February. And March is also a very tough month. Wow. With our good friend Jason Dacey in the studio. Jason's just flown in from Australia. And of course, uh, the founder and, and a CEO of uh, Cockatoo Media based in Australia now. Uh, Jason, we've seen uh, a great outpouring from the people of Australia, which is, I guess, the, if you can say there's a silver lining to this, you know, we're seeing Nicole Kidman and Pink and Hugh Jackman, you know, all donating hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, really trying to step in where they feel that perhaps government has not played a positive enough role. Yeah, you mentioned some big names there. Also, Nick Kyrgios, the tennis player, Tim Cahill, the uh, well-known football player formerly with Everton in in the Premier League. They've all come out and donated money. I think everyone's very frustrated because it seems to be a piecemeal approach towards fighting these fires. And we've seen, you know, in the last few years that we've had uh, bad fire seasons. But the government governments don't seem to be very coordinated when it comes to this. Mm. A lot of the uh, state governments uh, control the fire efforts, of course, the firefighting efforts. Mm. And But the, the head of, um, you know, the, the minister of, the, of uh, this in, in New South, state of New South Wales has criticised Scott Morrison. The fire chief for, you know, the, fighting up this, uh, these fires has criticised Scott Morrison because he was blindsided by these troops, these reservists. I think 3,000 have come in <laughs> to try and help with the effort. But a lot of the firefighters are all volunteers, you know, and this is perhaps the gravest problem Australia's faced in living memory, you know, since wartime. And yet we have volunteers. We don't really have a coordinated system where the the states and the, the, the federal government clearly are not working together well enough. So what needs to be done? Well, we need to get sit down and talk about how to get a coordinated effort to make sure when this happens again, that it doesn't happen to this extent. There's not the same loss of life, same loss of property. You know, it's the same thing, though, in in the U.S. Uh, You know, you mentioned Katrina, and there's been a number of other hurricanes since then that have been devastating. And these events, of course, are on a scale that is unprecedented. Uh, The current bushfires, three states, you know, just massive amount of area. Uh, But, you know, having said that, this, as you well just mentioned, this is not something that's unexpected. You know, these fires. And why is there not a sort of scalable government solution or outreach if, let's say, the fires get bigger than normal. And it just doesn't seem in this case that they that they just were able to uh, react in a, in a proper way. And that's why Prime Minister Scott Morrison is getting such a hard time as he walks around and looks at fire-damaged areas. Huh. People in the community are lashing out at him because they're frustrated. Australia is one of the richest countries in the world. Mm. You know, we have a great standard of living. But we also have people who want to live close to bushland. They want to mm. live you know, right on the cusp of lovely forests and national parks. But that carries a risk. And there is one school of thought that there needs to be more of a, a burn-off uh, around 
properties because the Green Party in Australia has a lot of power and there are certain areas where you aren't allowed to burn forests right next to, to, to dwellings, which increases the risk. Yeah. You know, So I think no matter what you do with uh, trying to safeguard your house, this is a natural phenomenon of a scale that we've never seen before. There's not really much you can do when mm. your house backs against forests and, and bushland. Yeah. So it's something that needs to be looked at very, very closely. This is the biggest challenge that Australia has faced in my lifetime, I think, in many people's lifetimes. Wow. And, you know, we're nowhere near out of the woods, literally or figuratively, mm. on this uh, yet. Sorry, that was actually not a very appropriate uh, use of words. But when you look forward, the the damage that this will have done – Ecologically to Australia will have done to, um, you know, the, the tourism efforts, things like that, all these great tourist areas, Kangaroo Island and places like yeah, this. Yeah, Kangaroo Island, which is near Adelaide in South Australia. That's just, I think. Seven up, times the size of Singapore yeah. up in smoke. Well, right? think about this. It's twice the size of Belgium, all the, the forest that's been destroyed, twice the size of the European yeah. country of Belgium throughout the states of, uh, of Australia, including, you know, New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia and Queensland. Yeah. So what, what, what what's going to be the way forward to to try to get some sense of normalcy back, let's hope after all of this, all of these fires are put out, hopefully sooner rather than later. Well, first thing, we need rain because the unprecedented level of drought that Australia's faced, Australia's the most arid continent. Um, but I, I really think that uh, the people of Australia have to step up and say, listen, we're not going to take this anymore. We expect better from our governments, whether it's the, it's the state government of New South Wales and Victoria or the federal government of Australia. We've got to get an approach that will keep us safe. And I think the impact on wildlife, you mentioned that there. I mean, the koalas and kangaroos that we've mm, lost, it's, mm. there are some heartbreaking pictures that you can see online about um, you know some of the wildlife that we've lost, but also some positive stories as well where people have gone out and rescued koalas from, mm. from trees you know, and brought them in. And there's even a story online that you can see of a kangaroo hugging someone that rescued oh. Uh, him. Uh, so this is the thing. Australia is a unique country when it comes to its wildlife, when it comes to the way it's set up as far as it's, it's a coastal country where people live mostly on the coast and there's a massive arid interior, but it will force Australians to rethink where they actually decide to live. Yeah. Jason Dacey, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, welcome home. Welcome back to uh, Weekend Mornings. Thank you very much, Glenn. And of course, I'm uh, filling in this week on The Breakfast Huddle. So I look forward to reconnecting and talking more about uh, this serious issue on Money FM. Yeah, you'll be on uh, all week for uh, filling in for Elliot Danker from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, right here on Money FM 89.3. We'll look forward to uh, listening listening in on those conversations this week, Jason. Thank you, Glenn. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.